Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm John Bishop. And I'm Lucas Southworth. Folks, we are barreling on through Cars on the Road. And this time we are looking at the episode, The Legend, in which they do some good old fashioned Bigfoot hunting. Mm-hmm. And John, I'm going to be honest with you. The first three episodes had me on a bit of a high, like... I think this one's going to be a good episode. There is certainly material in this episode, but like... Less. There aren't any dinosaurs or ghosts or Grim Reapers in this one, you know? True. And also, there's fake alien, but like more fake alien. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's stuff. There's stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's just not... We're not going to be like feeling existential about the cars first like we did last episode and that's okay Mm -hmm. i it is probably bad to start our podcast hey john here's a note for myself it's probably bad to start our podcast by saying hey this one's probably gonna be a stinker guys i mean it's the same mentality of like in high school when everyone got angry when someone was like i'm not a very good singer and everybody shut up and sing yeah okay so now now all we have to do is overperform. We okay, mm-hmm. it's like we've set the bar low, so now we can just step right over it, baby. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing I edited all this out, so they wouldn't know our plan. Yeah, otherwise I would just like give it away, so yeah. it wouldn't work. But it's gonna work because of nice editing. Yeah, lose a lot of trust if this ever got out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, I'm going to do a quick snap so future Lucas knows when to cut back in. All right. No, John, That I know you just said all right, but that was still clearly the energy of pre-snap. So I'm going to do it again. Get out any all rights you have right now. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, who knows how this episode's going to be. Probably uh, a stinker, am I right? I can't even sing. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to get right into it all the same. Let's just run down the episode real quick. Because I guess that's what we do most times, yeah? Probably, uh, yeah. Well, we also do a like a little snippet of what the big thing of the episode's going to be. And I'm going to guess, I'm going to throw in my prediction right now. I've got two that it could be, but one I'm leaning towards. So I'm interested to hear what yours is. Uh, she does call them essentially uh, dickheads. So that's fun. Mm, yeah, she does call them that. Gas bags, was that it? No, it was uh, gear sticks. Gear sticks. Yeah, that one's even better. <laughs> no, but... The actual two big ones, I know you were doing a good joke, uh, but the actual two big ones for me are A, the wild, the, I could not pin down the tone of the flashback to her monster truck days. 
if you gave me 10 more rewatches. So just the flashback to her monster truck days, I think is a big one. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like all of the fake alien scene gives us some decent content, but the idea of them emptying Mater and them being afraid of that, I think is a really good, like juicy well, if you will. It certainly does imply that that's a thing yeah. that they think happens. Yeah, or could happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but <laughs> as we always do, you're not getting that right now. Now we got to tell you uh, what happened in the episode because we know y'all don't always watch it. And mm-hmm. that's okay. That's okay. We get it. But this week, <laughs> we open on Lightning McQueen somehow making a campfire. I don't even know if we're going to get into that, but he puts some some sticks on a fire and i don't know how he lit that or gathered the sticks or any of it mm-hmm. uh but mater's made some friends they're weirdos <laughs> who hunt bigfoot not that all bigfoot hunters are weirdos but these guys definitely are and they're just bad people who not bad people they're annoying no, weird they're bad people. people they are bad people <clears throat> they harass ivy a lot i guess they harass uh, Ivy and immediately abandon someone that they think is being slowly tortured to death. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, sure, it's something like self-preservation, but also like they gave it no thought at all. <laughs> yeah. They're and bad. they're responsible for him being in the situation. <laughs> yeah. But they rope lightning and made her in to do a Bigfoot hunt. Mater's not into or made her super into it. Lightning is not at all. Mm hmm. Uh, they run, uh, lightning gets separated, runs into a monster truck who he thinks is Bigfoot, but just learns is like a lady mm-hmm. covered in moss and grime. Yeah. She, for some reason, ties him up in her house for a while and then ties Mater up in her, in her house for a while, too, uh, until they decide to help her get rid of the Bigfoot hunters, uh, which they do by faking an alien abduction. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, Ivy decides to travel with them for a while. Yeah, uh, this this really shows one of my like really big pet peeves when it comes to any sort of filmed anything. And that is when the fatal flaw or the, the thing that would fix the entire conflict is just open, honest communication. Oh, yeah, we are going to talk about that. Let's go ahead and do that. Did, did Ivy ever just come and say, hey, I'm a person to them like she did to Lightning and Mater? Or... I mean, you you gotta assume no, because like they're chasing her down not because they're trying to chase down a person. They think that she is some sort of uh, ape man in the forest. Yeah, because she says, I keep scaring them off, but they keep coming back. And so, like... Yeah. Why did you scare them off the first time? And then why did you only try scaring them off? Yeah, like if anything, scaring them off makes them think, oh, a genuine Bigfoot encounter. We mm-hmm. got to get back here. Yeah, which brings me to another problem. How is this one going to help? Yeah, All you're doing is making them think not only is Bigfoot real, but so are aliens. And this is where they like to be. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I guess I guess it's possible that they have had that conversation with Ivy, but still they don't believe that there isn't also a Bigfoot there. 
So she keeps trying to scare them off because she can't reason with them. But like, that feels like I am making a lot of connections for the show that the show did not bother making, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there's the whole aspect of, I mean, it's not her land. Yeah. Yeah. She's in a cabin in the woods. Those woods are like public land. They can do that. And she can just stay in her house. If it even is her house, it could just be a cabin that is illegally set up. Yeah. Cause like, I gotta imagine the Bigfoot hunters, uh, who again are dicks, like they're not good people, but like mm-hmm. I gotta imagine they see the cabin and like eh, not a Bigfoot kind of place because it's a house where people mm-hmm. live and don't like go into it or like scout around it. So like you can't even make the argument very well that they're like bothering her on her land. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, It really feels like the only reason she's been scaring them is because she enjoys scaring them on account of really enjoying performing. Yeah, that's a weird character quirk of this character. It's like after the alien abduction scene, she says, uh, it felt great to perform again. And I don't know. I, John, you currently consider yourself an actor and do a lot of acting gigs for uh, all, all throughout high school and for a good portion of college. I did a lot of acting. I'm not sure if I would get the same rush and enjoyment of putting on a play or acting that I w- would like pretending to be an alien to scare three dummies. I'm going to be honest. It's sure. a, To me, the guess is that that's an incredibly different kind of rush but i would have to guess that it's a much bigger rush no yeah i bet it's still in i i would enjoy it probably but but it's definitely not like a oh that was a fun performance thing it was more of a oh i just scared a bunch of dummies yeah it would not if i did that it would not remind me like oh i sure do miss this brings me back to when i was on stage Mm-hmm. Uh, it would bring me back to when I was a person on a haunted trail dressed like a zombie mm-hmm. uh, and but, not getting paid yeah I could have gotten paid if I had stayed the whole time but it was very bad working conditions you scream for hours upon hours upon hours and then leave at like 2am mm-hmm. and this was several weeks before Halloween and they kept talking about how much busier it was still going to get. So I just left and I took all of my friends with me. Yeah. Yeah. It was still kind of fun. Mm -hmm. I scared, uh, I may have told this story on the podcast, so stop me if you think I have, John. John and I went to the University of Kentucky, which if you don't know is a huge basketball school. And at the time, there were these two twins who played for the basketball team. Liz, what are the Harrison twins' first name? Aaron and Andrew. Nice. Aaron and Andrew Harrison, uh, who played for UK at the time. And they came through the trail and I popped out and I scared them real bad. And one of them slipped and fell down. They got scared so, so bad by my scary zombie self. And I rem- and like, and this was never played the same again. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but that was my thought immediately was, oh my God, the basketball season hasn't even started yet. What if I hurt this guy? I will be an absolute pariah at the University of Kentucky, the dummy. 
who took out one of the star players on the basketball team, but he was fine. Uh, but that's that's one I like bringing up a lot. All right. So yeah, very different kind of rush. Maybe it could remind her of performing in general, but maybe it only reminds her of performing in general because of the specific form of performance she used to do. Yeah. Murder. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into monster truck shows as we have seen them. Mm-hmm. And as they exist in our world. Yeah, you would have thought that they would have made effort to separate monster truck shows from how they work in our world. But no, it seems that she just goes off big jumps and crushes cars who are Mm -hmm. sentient. She just does murders. But like, (laughs) and this is an angle I don't want to get into, but it's one that I feel like we have to. So I'm going to get it out of the way. I hope it's not what I'm really wanting to get into. The one at the end, before she jumps in the flashback, pulls out and says, come on, let's get this started, or something like that. Lucas, this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, He, he seems... wants the sweet release of death so bad. I Okay, I wasn't sure about death. I was thinking maybe it was like a sex thing, is where I was oh, going with it. Okay. I was thinking these were maybe masochists. I assume they are masochists, but not in a sexual context. I think that they just, I think this man was just eager to die. (laughs) Because like, you know, you've seen good old fashioned uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come on, do it. Because he just like, go ahead, kill me. But like, he knows he's going to die. And he doesn't want to wait on anymore. He's getting really frustrated. So, come on, hurry up and just kill me already. Yeah, I like that. Or what it is now, because you have mentioned it, uh, it's Mommy Just Step On Me. Yeah, I don't want it to be Mommy Step On Me. But that is, I I see the energy you're coming from, and like I think that could very well be applied to this scene. But the sex thing is the energy I got (laughs) from it. And I feel I I w- wouldn't be able to uh, look at my certified cars caster badge if I had that thought and didn't bring it up on our podcast. You know. Okay, this- you've you brought that to my attention, and that forces me to uh, consider that if that is the case, it is such a spectator sport. Yeah, like no matter which direction we go in on this. <laughs> Yours or mine, but especially mine. Uh, I don't know about especially. Why are all these people here to watch it? Well, it could be that their society is far worse than ours, and public execution is still a thing. Could be, yeah. And that this monster truck is just an executioner. That's the whole thing. Uh, Her job is to kill people and... Because they're killing people, they might as well get some entertainment out of it, I guess. I guess. On the other end, I don't know about worse, but perhaps their society is more, I'll go with sexually liberated, mm-hmm. perhaps. Man, it's conversations like these that make me think, I'm sure I'm glad we stuck that disclaimer on the beginning of the episode, because we don't always need it, I'd say, but sometimes we really need it. Lucas, uh... uh... So, Sydney, she's a teacher. Yeah. And 
she has students who have brought up cars recently. They're high school students. Don't let them. Uh, one of them decided, I'm going to listen to this right now in the middle of class. So that disclaimer may have saved a lot of, uh, just a lot of ears. Okay. I, I don't, okay. I don't have all the pieces to this puzzle. They they brought up cars and Sydney told them to listen to our podcast. She told her students to do that. No, she mentioned that her friend has a podcast and then this person's like, what's it called? And then immediately brought it up. And she answered them? I don't know if I'm about to listen to this in the middle of class was something that had crossed the mind. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I imagine she learned a valuable lesson. (laughs) As did, perhaps, the rest of the class who heard Mm -hmm. it. Okay, well, that's something that I know happened now because of us because of us that happened Mm -hmm. okay okay that's fine that's fine really (laughs) hopefully it's not going to be something where they skip ahead for no reason and we talk about how uh if you're right uh this could cause a weird sexual awakening in anyone who watches it i mean if it is a sex thing john is this not just sort of live porn yeah yeah, and like I don't want to say it's interactive, but there's something to it because like I mean some it's of all them are interacting with it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely a group scenario. <laughs> Man, this sucks a lot. Uh But yeah, I think I think those are two pretty good looks at it. I both of them make me sort of they make me both want to and deeply not want to re-examine the demolition derby from Cars Three, because mm-hmm. uh, you could that's say just these mud are, wrestling. Yeah, you could say they're very similar. Yeah, if you consider that context, it makes that character so much more sad, Ivy. Okay, because that means that she is the classic story of I wanted to be an actress, I stumbled into the industry and then it just broke my heart i mean that's fair yeah uh i want to point out and i think john believes this as well but just to have it said that is also not the story for lots of uh people in porn sex work Mm -hmm. is work and some people are super duper into it but you should also examine the other side of it that lots of them are not into it and you got to consider both of those things Mm -hmm. and uh if you're the type of person who would shame someone for that work that they're choosing to do and want to do, uh, then, well, I, I feel like you just are going to take it out, but I really want to say, yeah, I'll take it out, but I think you can get the context from uh, what just I left honk in, it. you know, just honk it. It'll nah, be great. I like the idea of them getting the context. More. Okay. Them having to guess. Yeah. It's pretty easy. <laughs> But anyway, back on to it. Yeah, that could be it. And okay, we did it already for Ivy. So let's extrapolate. Is Miss Fritter another dominatrix? Well, uh, here's Do- one. Wait, John, that John, I John, 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 yep. John. Dominatrix. <laughs> yes, they are both uh, probably dominatrixes. Uh, but oh man, just even the piercings. 
a new <laughs> layer to it. All right. Um, it, if, if that is true, and honestly, at this point, probably not, but makes putting Cruz and Lightning in there without their full knowledge pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Pretty real. It was already bad, to be yeah. clear, but even worse, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting on to what I have now formulated in my head due to yeah. what you have uh, forced me to talk about. Um, no, it's actually the opposite. It's not the stuff. It's the stuff that I was thinking of kind of before, but then this is united by Miss Fritter being connected. Yeah. Uh, if in fact it is a public execution, that does mean that both of them are people who have or have or have or do work for the government. I mean, that makes a weird amount of sense for Miss Fritter who mentions the school district she works for. Mm-hmm. In Cars 3, but I don't, I mean, maybe in the Cars first school districts and handle execution, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the conclusion we should draw from this. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense if you don't think about it. Yeah. I think there is a third moderate route we could take with this that I think we would be ignoring our duty if we didn't even mention it. Mm-hmm. And that's that these other people are fellow performers sort of like stuntmen almost you know so it's like a a wwe situation yes that that's exactly where i was getting to uh like professional wrestling they still probably get a lot more hurt than professional wrestlers do i mean professional professional wrestlers get pretty hurt yeah some of the time yeah like if they get really hurt that's an accident i think Mm mm-hmm if these cars get really hurt no matter what, but are still in on the performance, you know, as fellow performers. Have you seen the video of Vince McMahon getting into the ring, but in doing so uh, in his more advanced age, he like tears two muscles in his legs and can't get up. So he's just kind of sitting there staring at people angrily. Oh, that's no good, but because, Vince like, McMahon is a monster. So. Yeah, say what you will, though. The man was committed. He refused to acknowledge that he had just hurt himself very badly. And he no, just kept going on with the performance. You you can say a lot of things about Vince McMahon and should say a lot of things about Vince McMahon, but he cares about entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, the way he cares about entertainment is oftentimes uh, the cheapest, most degrading form. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care about entertainers, but he cares about entertainment. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it could be a sort of professional wrestling thing, which I think is probably what the cars would be the official lore. But Mm -hmm. I like our two versions better, even though I like to pretend that I don't like the one I said. Now, you said something that is the form of moderate that I don't like, you know, uh, a reasonable thing where you're trying to take a... a a somewhat calm everything can be okay route i much prefer extremes so i'm going to choose a moderate answer that is extreme it's definitely a public execution and pornography Uh, yeah there are people who would be into that i bet it's death by snoo snoo yeah okay well hmm i don't care for that john and i'll go on the record but before moving on to some bigger things, you want to just go through 
tiny observances we noticed and whatnot? Any notes? Yes, but I will go ahead and say uh, you may get the reference just because of memes, but that is the second time I've brought up Futurama yeah. in as many episodes. Yeah. It seems like a really good show. I should yeah. watch it, is what I, I'm Agreed getting. again. Yeah. The first note I have is, this isn't even an implication on the Cars first, but something I just wanted to talk about. Why is Lightning all needy all of a sudden at the beginning of this episode? I think he just doesn't want to talk to other people. And, and he's okay. hearkening back to the whole, he's a really judgy person, but he is trying to be better. So he's sort of, what we're referring to is when uh, Mater brings over the, or talks to Lightning about the Bigfoot hunters, Lightning says, Mater, I thought this was going to be our time to hang out just the two of us, which is a complete tonal shift from the rest of the <laughs> short and the rest of their relationship, being quite honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're saying perhaps he was like manipulating Mater a little bit, like, he didn't want to talk to these people, so he was, if we look at it in a good way, sugarcoating it in a bad way, using their friendship to try to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that's what he's doing. Because, again, the rest of the show, he's not clingy, and he wasn't clingy to begin with. He isn't clingy afterwards. It feels like he just doesn't want to talk to these people, and it's weird. Because he ends up going along with it. And you could say it's because it's a show. You could say because that makes sense with where his character's going. Because when someone learns that they have some growth to do, they need to like grow as a person, they need to stop judging. uh, It oftentimes leads to, at least at first, overcorrecting. And something I've noticed within myself is I've become, well, I don't know if I have become or if I was or if I will always be but I'm oftentimes over tolerant of certain behaviors and it's more of a oh well maybe I just don't understand him or maybe he's just misunderstood or something like that mm-hmm. so much so that I've had people kind of treat me like garbage and I'm just like well one of these days he'll learn and it'll be okay and then they only get worse. Yeah. And uh, boy, howdy. That is an unfortunate trait that trying to be overly patient with someone will have. Yeah, it's a, it's a really tough tight walk, tight rope to walk. Like, Because you do want to give people the benefit of the doubt. You do want to consider, well, I don't know what they're going through. Maybe I don't know what's causing them to behave this way, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But like, you also got to stand up for yourself you also gotta say hey i'm not gonna put myself in this situation anymore and Mm -hmm. it's something i struggle with as well so yeah i'm gonna level with you john i don't remember how we got on that uh because lightning lightning doesn't want to talk to those people (laughs) i gotta say i don't disagree with lightning in this case they're in the middle of the woods and these people look scary (laughs) oh shoot what is the term yeah they're real gear sticks (laughs) yeah and even if you don't know they're like dicks, or sorry, gear sticks, I'll use their terminology, mm-hmm. uh, then you, all you do know is they're, they look angry all the time, and you're alone in the middle of nowhere with them. Mm-hmm. 
So like, and they're geared out to all, like to a weird degree. Mm-hmm. And straight up, they are convinced that a somehow blurrier picture than the one it's based off of <laughs> is in fact Bigfoot. Yeah, it doesn't really translate well, does it? The the famous Bigfoot video picture. Because uh, the thing is, with that, in our human world, maybe it's a human bias, but you can tell it's a humanoid shape. I mean, you can make out arms, and there's like separation between the legs and stuff. In this... It's just a blob. It's just a lump. And you could, like, knowing what Ivy looks like and then looking at it, like, you can sort of tell it's her big wheels and then her chassis on top because it's Mm -hmm. big with sort of round shapes at the bottom with a smaller shape on top. But there isn't even separation between the the wheels, you know? It just Mm -hmm. looks sort of like a rock to me, if anything. And again, maybe it's a human-centric thing. And, like, if I were a car... I would be like, oh yeah, that's where wheels should be, so that's where the wheels are. Yeah, we gotta remember to look at these through cars' eyes. Mm-hmm. Really makes you think. Okay. <laughs> John, what do all the Bigfoot hunters and Tin Eye and Satellites do? Because um... <sighs> I get the idea. People who take these campers out and stuff do have all that stuff on them. So it could be a Leroy traffic sort of situation of he had a mattress on his head because sometimes cars have mattresses on their heads. This is a world of cars, but you pick one and we'll go for that one first. Satellite. Satellite. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's kind of like having your own radio just in case you get lost. Okay. So it's like having a satellite phone. Mm-hmm. perhaps maybe also okay i can dig that and like the antenna look like long range radio antennas like mm-hmm. they look like uh oh, my dad's gonna be so disappointed in me my dad is super into ham radio he's super into ham radio uh and like i've seen a lot of those antennas and they looked very similar so mm. i think it could be that but like the issue is what the issue always is. What are those running to inside them? Are they built into them, etc.? I think it's a situation similar to what Lightning was in, where it's just kind of like loosely on him. Mm, similar to Hamilton is what you're saying from Cars 3? The lights that were put on the him light. yeah, by yeah, the yeah. people in this one. Gotcha. And maybe they can just interface with it. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Unless they hit a bump, it's going to fall off immediately. Speaking of a bump, because I feel like we've resolved this one, Lightning hit that tree really hard. Mm-hmm. Enough to black out, which explains why we don't see him being tied up. But, but also, Mater gets tied up and like doesn't seem to put up much of a fight. Which, I almost... Yeah, I could see Mater just sort of doing that. Kind of. Like, Ivy saying, well, I've captured you, and Mater going, dang, okay. And just kind of letting her do it. Because, uh, again, Mater kind of follows Roger Rabbit rules of, yeah, if it's funny, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, we could, unfortunately, use this as a, it was all a dream for the rest of the series. Because he does hit his head real hard yeah but like 
the craziest stuff has already happened. Like, there's still some crazy stuff that's yet to come, but the amount of crazy that we know to be reality versus what you're saying could be dream sequenced doesn't make it worth being a dream sequence almost. You know what I'm saying? You know, seeing as how uh, death and then also (laughs) all the ghosts happened before this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But what I was getting to was Cars 3 goes into painstaking detail of how easy it is to damage these cars, especially, specifically, Lightning McQueen when he Mm. crashes. Like, we see every grisly detail of Lightning's big crash from Cars 3. And then he gets into the wreck into that tree, and it knocks him out, but Mm -hmm. there is no damage to him whatsoever. It doesn't even knock off some of the dirt or mud on his face and this is one of those times i feel i feel like uh what's the quote from the simpsons that the comic book nerd says okay this is at like a comic-con type thing at a QA, and one of the the nerds says in episode 2f09 when itchy plays scratchy skeleton like a xylophone he strikes the same rib twice in success succession yet he produces two clearly different tones. I mean, what are we to believe? That this is some sort of magic xylophone or something? Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. What? I, there are lots of Simpson jokes I like a lot, but that's really high up there. And it's times like these, I feel like that guy. Because I know it's a cartoon, but like that's the whole point of the show is... They established logic of this world that if the cars crash, they crash. Mm -hmm. And then they have a crash and nothing, there are no consequences. But Lucas, it's the rule of Mater. Yeah, yeah, it could be just Mater tall tailing and Mater just spreading his reality bending like, eh, made for a better story to knock lightning out, etc. I think the whole point is the Mater rule of but would it be funny? Would it be funnier for him to just be captured and we see him taken back to the shed or him waking up and then accidentally spying on her doing a dance number? Yeah, yeah, I could get behind that. If it serves comedy, it must be excused. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll go for it. And I mean, if we really want to explain some logic behind it, I mean, maybe... Maybe he broke, braked enough that it and it hit him in a specific way, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was one of those trees that's been like termite eaten out completely. So when he crashed into it, it was just like hitting paper mache. Yeah, still rocked his dome a little bit, but did not provide enough resistance to damage the metal. Is kind of what you're saying. Maybe even. It's just he went into it and then it got into his eyes. He closed his eyes and then he hit something or I don't know. Maybe he passed out in fear. Yeah, I was going to say maybe he actually did successfully stop in time. He just got so scared that he passed out. That's Mm going to be mine. Actually, I like that one the most. That doesn't work great with the big thud noise we do here in that scene, but I don't care. I like it. Okay. That works. That works. 
Why'd she tie them up? Why did she tie them up? And we could get into how she tied them up, but we're not going to have a better answer than we ever would about that. Mm -hmm. Because she's very good with ropes throughout the episode. I think this just unfortunately lends more credence to the is or was a sex worker dominatrix. Ah, man, she does tie them up as a first resort. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. She, as a first resort... Uh, ties people up and likes to scare them and her whole thing is stepping on people yeah and performing as well mm-hmm. uh, man i didn't think this was going to be i thought it was going to be a thing i brought up for a gag uh and then we stopped bringing it up <laughs> but no no it does work really well unfortunately mm-hmm so yeah, her yeah. first resort is, of course, <laughs> going back to what she knows, and that's tying people up. Yeah, so, which would, again, explain why she did it. You're absolutely right. And, of course, does not explain how she did it. it psychic cars is psychic what cars. is unfortunately what we usually get back to, isn't it? Mm-hmm. For questions about them not having hands. But, again, for a more moderate non-sex worker answer... I am going to, what a sentence, I am going to say, uh, she's like a wilderness buff, tying stuff up is like a thing, it's, yeah. it, it reminded me almost of like a snare trap, mm-hmm. or how you tie up your food to get it away from bears, so it could, could also be, be that. part of the executioner background. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have, we did, you remember when we talked for a while about how you would hang a car? Mm-hmm. from the gallows that was a good episode one of the moments in her history if you want to look it up yep and uh turns out how she did it not how you would do it no no they, they're fine basically they weren't even like choking yeah they were, they were barely disoriented mm-hmm. <laughs> i did want to talk about ivy moves the way she moves in like the scene where we are still supposed to believe it's possible she's a bigfoot Mm-hmm. like she almost gallops a little bit with her tires which yeah does i don't even know if it implies that much it, if anything i'm gonna call it out for a cool character design moment i it was a, and it does work with both the she is a bigfoot and she is a performer yeah yeah it does i mean <laughs> i don't know i i don't think it implies anything Mm-hmm. Uh, just we've never seen it, and I thought it was actually a really cool thought of how yep. to design a character. So I just wanted to say that. And like, it's a weirdly good, consistent decision because it matches the performance, it matches uh, the characterization of being Bigfoot, and also it just kind of matches her "I'm always dancing" vibe. Yeah, that is sort of a, another interesting vibe she's got going on. I got one for you, John. When they go to the basement, guess what's in the background? An actual Bigfoot. Nope, it's a washing machine that's normal sized. It's just a, it's not even, they didn't even make it bigger, John, to fit car sized clothes and accessories. Wouldn't that just make it worse, though? No, I mean, it It would, it, it, it would make it almost make less sense Mm -hmm. but it 
would make it feel less like a they just forgot they were animating the background of a world full of cars moment, you know? Is it likely that it's just leftover resources from a different project? Maybe. Or maybe they just have cloth things that they do, in fact, need to wash occasionally. Yeah, I was. That's all I was gonna get to. Is I mean, rags are probably still a thing, and you gotta pa- wash. I was about to say paper towels, but I meant towels. Yeah, uh, towels. Be, you don't wash paper towels, guys. You don't wash paper towels. No. Oh. I I tried it for a few years, and it just they got too uh, stinky. Mm. Well, you're not washing them right then if they're still stinky. You know. The I'm problem saying? is, I. I I didn't dry them. Mm. Now that's that's really important because you do got to do that, but you can only do it once per dryer. Yeah, I thought what you did is you soaked it in soap and water, mm-hmm. and you squeeze it into a little ball, and you throw it on the roof, and that's how it dries. No, but doing that does get you fun projectiles. So mm-hmm. I see why you would think that. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could use it as a one if it's not for rags and towels and stuff. They could use it as like a one garment per load of laundry kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll designate this one as this is my my headboards of this episode. At least headboards and whatever the last one was. Uh, the tower. Mm, headboards yeah. was, a, was a choice. They made a strong design choice that I disagreed with. But this and the tower from the last episode just bother me. Yeah, because it's almost as if they wanted to put a situation and they wanted to have like a a typical background, but then they forgot what they were working on. It's almost as if they didn't expect some guy in his late 20s to be pausing the episode and looking at the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, uh, let me tell you, that was their fatal mistake right mm-hmm. there. Or maybe they were. Well, actually, I don't know. Uh, how how old is Matt Pat? I've got to imagine in his 30s. Okay, so yeah, they were probably expecting someone in their uh, early to mid-30s to do <laughs> it instead. Is it time to talk about the alien abduction scene? Have we filled the middle with enough fluff to get to aliens now? Yeah, so these people... They don't get scared away enough by Bigfoot. So what the team does is they stage an alien, not abduction exactly, more, uh, for, forgive the uh, terminology, but torture porn situation. I mean, it all comes back to my theory I thought would just be a joke. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. now, in, in case there's confusion, torture porn is not pornography it yeah, is no, it's the idea of earth porn i'm explaining to the audience sure because hopefully they're not kids but they might be uh there are many things that are called that just because they're really interesting to look at like yeah if you like, go on reddit there's like earth porn and it's just pictures that are like really beautiful like landscapes and whatnot i mean uh the saw movies are famously called torture porn every Mm -hmm. once in a while right like movies like that that really delight in gore and misery Mm -hmm. uh 
are often referred to that way. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but uh, people getting hurt, people getting killed, that I can watch movies all day and it won't like get to me. But if you show me like a body being mangled, that messes with me. If like, even if it's just like, oh, I'm going to show you someone actually permanently being altered forever, even if it's in a small way. Like someone losing a finger will freak me out a lot. See, for me, it's more directly stuff like like Saul situations or Mm -hmm. even lesser situations. Anyone being tortured, I can't I have to look away like it. Like, I think it's it's not that it doesn't belong in anything like it works really well. And I'm not even saying like the Saul movies are probably really good. I don't know. Uh, But I, I cannot doing like anyone like getting their fingernails pulled off like that's the one i always Mm. go to uh like that it's just so i feel it too much you know yeah like again for me it's just as long as they're not permanently altered i'm fine Mm. i can watch someone be tortured by like oh i'm electroshocking them but you're not going to see anything realistic like uh scar tissue from where the actual electricity happens like, as long as it's just, oh, it's just pain, that's fine. See, electricity doesn't bother me that much either. I think for the same reason. We can't see what's happening. We can mm-hmm. just see the reaction to it. Yeah. So I think that's that's interesting. All right. So, yeah, uh, they stage something. They know what... Did it say class one green or gray? I think gray, yeah, because... I That's... think they said green. Oh, did they? Oh. <laughs> but like, it was a gray. I don't. I don't know. But they have a classification. They clearly have the similar understanding of aliens that like is comparable to what we would think of. And then there's just Mater's being drained of all his fluids, I guess, in the background until they bring him to the forefront, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing this to him." we'll do this to you. And then they just run away and leave him to be drained the rest of the way. Yeah. The car shouting, they're emptying him with like more fear in the voice of that line. than I think we've maybe heard at any point in the series, perhaps I'm probably exaggerating, but the point is it's clearly something a, they understand and B, are terrified of, mm-hmm. viscerally. So, yeah. And then there's the whole, just compare it to real life. What if you saw this situation and it was comparable? Uh, you'd be terrified. Even if you didn't really understand what was going on, you'd have the idea of this person's having something taken from him. He's tied up in like IVs or whatnot, and I got to get out of here. But he specifically says they're emptying him and then just books it. Yeah, the, the fact that there is existing terminology for mm-hmm. it uh, is what makes me think it's just a concept in this world. Uh, and Ivy says something when she's pretending to be the big like alien in the background. She says, like, we will also drain you of your life essence mm-hmm. or something to that effect. She definitely says life essence. Uh, so I don't know if that's 
if she altered the way she would say that to sound like an alien overlord, or if they view all of their various fluids as their life essence, you know? Or if she's saying life essence, she might mean that cars are inhabited by something that is akin to a soul or a ghost that is just in the shell and you take the ghost out to kill them. I mean, there's pretty, I know this is why you're saying it, but there's pretty solid evidence of that vis-a-vis the previous episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And the previous, previous episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe this entire series is all about getting us to understand that cars are just cars with ghosts in them. Man, have we never thought of that explanation that maybe all the cars are possessed by ghosts? I mean, we have specifically due to the guy saying it's the last person who was in the car. Yeah, but that to me, I always interpreted that as like, reality was re reinvented these are now living beings based on the person who was in them you know hmm. i never that makes more sense than what i had just assumed which was mass scale possession everyone just all died at the same time <laughs> i mean i guess that could be it but no i've never considered the fact that all the cars are possessed by ghosts <laughs> But now it's all I will think about for a while. It, I, I will say they do have mouths and mm-hmm. whatnot. So that's maybe, maybe a bit iffy. But I mean, we've seen my motorcycle as a vampire. That's true. It we just have. changes form a little bit and gets a mouth that is just tubes, I guess. Yeah. And if I remember right, I bought a vampire motorcycle. Say its name right, John. Uh, if I remember uh, right, it was actually a demon. Uh, yeah. It had vampiric traits of wanting blood and whatnot, but it was called a demon, which is, I don't know, closer to a ghost than a vampire. Yeah. Uh, but also, getting the name right is a form of showing respect, and I refuse. Um, so, Motorcycle Vampire Boy was because of a demon summoning ritual in which the blood of the possessed person by the demon gets into the motorcycle. Yeah. So it's a, it's a vampire because that's how vampires sometimes arise, is that uh, a person has the blood of a demon put into them. Mm, okay. But, okay. Like I've been doing this whole episode, I like the idea that they're just terrified they're literally sucking out Mater's soul. Mm-hmm. I think we should also consider the fact that they're terrified of the idea of them literally emptying all of, you know, the fluids that are in your car from him. Mm-hmm. Like gasoline, oil. I think that's a fun, fun discussion. Where do you think they draw the line if they believe the fluids give them life? Is it like just gas and oil? Or are they like, hey, if I'm out of wiper fluid, I am missing a part of my being. Well, if you compare it to humans, you could say that it's like the real archaic, it's the humors. Yeah, okay. So there are the four essences of man, uh, you know, mucus required to be alive. Or you could just go at it like in a human method of, okay, yeah, if I, if I don't 
produce tears, it's because I'm dehydrated. If I'm so dehydrated, I'm going to die. So like all of the fluids somehow are connected, mm. even if they're not. Yeah, I could get behind that. But And like if you don't have wiper fluid, you can't clean your eyes, you're going to go blind. It's still scary. Yeah, no, I get it. But I guess what I'm a little confused about is you drain all the fluids from a car. This is probably not great for a car for some various reasons, but it doesn't damage the car, does it? Just draining all the fluid? It depends. Um, like if you, I guess they probably it, weren't doing it carefully. If it runs afterwards and it doesn't have oil or antifreeze, the engine will melt. No, for sure. Like you can't then run the car after that, but you could then like go get some more of the fluids and put them in it, right? <laughs> and sure. it would be fine. But who would get the fluids? I guess that's okay. They thought they were on an alien spaceship and were being taken away from Earth. It wasn't Okay, okay, that's fair enough. And <laughs> even if they were somehow free to go get fluids, it would be they'd have to walk to get them and they would overheat and die before they got to it. Yeah, I guess it could even be like like you're you're you are emptied in the cars first. You cannot move, but if we believe in a squishy bit, which you know we do, you're just trapped in there. Mhm. Like you okay. Yeah, no, I get the horror now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, the metal box is your coffin now. Mm -hmm. If no one finds you. And you will be eaten by rats and birds, and then your shell will be left in the weird elephant graveyards that we see uh, that Mater likes to thrive off of because he lives off of decay. Yeah, he probably emptied those people. Mm -hmm. That's maybe where they got... Because clearly they get the idea for the alien overlord by... Uh, like costume that Ivy puts on because Mater runs into a bunch of boxes and gets a bunch of tubes on him mm -hmm. that look like the alien overlord. But I don't know that we see like anything about emptying. So I'm going to say Mater came up with that and they were like, oh, whoa, yeah, that would scare me. How'd you think of that so quickly, Mater? And Mater just said something like, ah, well, you know me, my mind works in mysterious ways. <laughs> well, he does like to hang out with uh, lemons and yeah. lemons famously lose fluids a lot. Yeah, that would be a, a more uh, more in-universe explanation, but I like mine more. <laughs> oh, you know me, I'm just messed up in the head. One last thing with the alien, well, maybe not last thing. One other thing about the alien abduction scene. It seems like they understand the idea of tentacles. Mm -hmm. You and can't be a sex professional and not understand okay. tentacles. Yeah, okay. I sort of, I'm not going to oh, say you, the phrase. You were going to bring up tentacles and you, you didn't think it was going to be immediately a sex thing? I hate to say the phrase, saw it coming right now uh, <laughs> with this context, but I saw... I saw ropes sort of getting there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, but no, I didn't, I didn't make the connection with tentacles and I really should have. Yeah. Okay. It all. Uh, yeah. Okay. You did it. Yep. <laughs> you explained it, I guess. 
Yeah. And yeah. of course, it has to be Ivy who wears them, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. The professional. Yeah, the professional. God, what a professional. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else? <laughs> no, I want to leave it. I want to leave this whole episode on, yeah, for sure, she's a sex professional. And good for her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to... Well, I'll say she didn't seem to enjoy that profession, so not good for her, but... I think she just didn't enjoy the way she was in it. I'll say she seemed ready to move on from it. Yes. Is what I'll say. So mm-hmm. good for her that she didn't, and then good for her that she was able to move on from it. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Lightning and Mater, famous sex-positive cars. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's rank it. Lore-wise, I am not counting any of the sex stuff in my lore score because that's it's supported, I guess, but not enough to consider it genuine lore added to the cars first, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but things that are boosting it are the the two big ones they're emptying him and just the concept of what monster truck shows are like they're just executions yeah yeah i think i gave dinosaurs like a seven and i can't give it as much as dinosaurs even though they didn't see actual dinosaurs so i'll give this a six okay i don't remember what i gave dinosaurs but I'm going to give this more than that because, again, uh, it could be sex sex professional or it could be that they're, she's just an actual public executioner. That's that, fair. That was her profession, meaning that, yeah, in Carr's world, she just killed people for an audience. And That's one a- guy was impatient about it. I'm sticking by my six, but I understand why that would bump it up. What's your number score? I'm going to go ahead and say uh, seven. Yeah, you. I think you gave uh, Dino an eight, uh, a six, so that makes sense to me. How much I liked it. I mean, we'll come back to this a lot with the Ivy episodes, and I said it in our overview. They seem to really want Ivy to be like a big character who like everybody loved and was like part of the point of the... The show was like Ivy's character and the idea that she kept popping up. But I don't think they did enough. I think they both didn't do enough to have her be a major character, but did too much for her to be a minor character, you know? So she's in this weird middle ground where she just feels weird to me. Mm -hmm. I, I think her, like the voice acting is fine. The writing is fine. Just the amount of her is weird and the amount of focus is. So, because mm-hmm. again, this is episode four. Yeah. And there like, were three episodes before this in a not that long series she was not in. And Liz brought up a good point that, like, they it could have felt better if they did it with other characters who were mm-hmm. kind of at this level, like uh, the, the two who outfit Mater to become Jet Mater in the last episode. Mm-hmm. They were kind of all over the marketing of this. And like they're in play sets and stuff. They have names. They were prominent on the poster and the trailers. So it feels like they were supposed to, at some point, be as big as Ivy. But they're just, they have a few lines uh, and then are never seen again. But mm-hmm. if we saw them in a later episode, like maybe they were helping with the B movie, like they were t- technicians on it, 
uh, or they outfitted the weird Mad Max people with some of their wild weapons or something. Just something to elevate a few more of these characters to Ivy's level, and it would have felt better to me. Mm-hmm. But she's just sort of sticks out in a weird way now. Yeah. All that to say, it detracts from her episodes a little bit. And I'll give this one, it was still fine, like a four, maybe. I think I'm going to agree. This one is just a bit mediocre. It's it's not exciting. Yeah. The like, only thing is like, oh, well, yeah, it's the one where you find out that they kill people for fun. Yeah. like Which, that's Cars 2. <laughs> that's true. Like some of the others, e- even if you're not us or the kind of person who listens to this podcast, you would still have fun with, oh, man, dinosaurs in the cars first. That's weird. Or, oh, ghosts? How wild. But this one is, ah, Bigfoot, but not really. And aliens, but not really. All yep. right, we're done. So in, in cars, they have Bigfoot and Oh, they have the, the, the concepts, idea yeah, of, of them, those things. Which isn't nothing, but isn't something either. So Yeah, it's like the prom. It's the difference between... Oh, I'm going to get to see Mater and Lightning be chased by dinosaurs, and <laughs> I get to see them in a dream sequence being chased by dinosaurs. Yeah, that's absolutely it. But that's the end of the episode. So that's good <laughs> for us, and me, hope, but not you, because you remember at the beginning, man, we never remember what we talk about at the beginning at the end of the episode. We're like, it's going to be a bad episode. It was a great episode and you're welcome and you're sad that it's over i'm deciding for you Mm -hmm. and thank you for being so sad about it (laughs) and for listening to it also i guess i'm losing the plot uh but uh long and short of it is next week i'll be back from my vacation and folks you will have had several weeks to send in your thoughts on episode five I know episode five is the circus one and there's not that much going on, but you can also send in your thought about thoughts about episode six, which is the trucks musical or Mm -hmm. episode seven, which is the one I don't remember the B movie. Oh man, that one's going to be rough. Uh, And episode eight, which is mad max. We need them and you don't have to wait until we're ready to talk about them to send us. So please, 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 Tweet your thoughts at us or DM them to us on our Twitter, which is at the Gachat, or email them to us. Our email is thegachat at gmail.com. No hyphen in there. It's all one word. Now John says his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. <laughs> <laughs>